All right. All right, you may be seated. I want to say what an amazing privilege it is to be here this evening. Uh, it's, uh, it's a great honor for a couple of reasons. One, I, uh, I went to middle school here at the school. I grew up, like uh, Pastor Carisales was saying, I grew up with a lot of these hermana Carisales teaching me and stuff. And uh, so uh, let me let you all young people in on a little secret. The Bible tells you God will give you the desires of your heart, but he plays a trick on you. He changes your desires. When I was young, my desires were not to preach, were not to be in church. But after I got saved and God got a hold of my heart, it became my desire. And now I am fulfilling one of the biggest desires I have ever had in my life, and that is to preach at Beautiful Gate Baptist Church. That is a, a, a big desire, a big goal for me. So it is a tremendous blessing for that. Then it is also a tremendous blessing that it's the last Sunday of the year. What a, what a privilege. And then to close out the youth meeting. What a privilege. I count it a, an honor, and uh, I'm super excited about it. All right, John chapter number five, John chapter number five. Beginning in verse number 30, contrary to my appearance, I do not speak Spanish. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I deeply regret it. I had several chances throughout my childhood to which I neglected simply because I was lazy. And now as an adult, I deeply regret it. But uh, I was going to start out by saying, hola. That's, that's about it. Carne guisada, that's about, that's about all I got. All right, John chapter number 5, beginning in verse number 30. It says, I came... Of mine own self, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is another that beareth witness of me. And I know that that witness which he witnessed of me is true. Ye sent unto John, and he bear witness to the truth. But I receive not testimony from man, but these things I say that ye might be saved. Then Jesus says this of John the Baptist. He was a burning and shining light. And you were willing for a season to rejoice in that light. Jesus said of John the Baptist, now, can you, I, I, I like getting compliments from people. I, I like for people to, to say good job or you preached good or you're saying good or you did good. But can you imagine Jesus himself saying of you, he is a burning and shining light. That is what, John, that is what Jesus said 
of John the Baptist. And he said that he said this in this witness. He said, you went and asked John, and this is the witness that John gave. And John was a burning and shining light. Now, it's no secret as we, we're, we're talking about disconnecting and, and, and reconnecting to the cross. It's, it's no secret when you turn on the television or when you look at your phone or when you read the news. Even this afternoon, we heard that there was a shooting at a church where several people were killed. Everywhere we look, we can see that the darkness is growing. Everywhere, everywhere we, we look, we can see that evil is gaining power and, and it seems like the darkness is getting stronger and, and the movements and the, 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 the protests are getting louder and, and more violent. And everywhere we look, it seems as if the darkness is growing. And in, it's in these times, it is in these times that we must be like John, a burning and shining light. This is what Jesus said of John the Baptist. But he said this, uh, he said he gave this witness. So whenever I read the Bible, I, I read portions of the Bible, and, and whenever I get to a place and I say, well, what witness was he talking about then? So I, I want to go back and read the witness that he's talking about. And the witness that he is talking about, the story that Jesus is referencing here, is actually found in John chapter number 1. John chapter number 1. So Jesus is referencing a story or, or an incident that happened in John chapter number one. And it says this, uh, verse number 19, John chapter number one, verse 19. And this is the record of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who art thou? And he confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, what then art thou, Elias? And he said, I am not. He said, art thou that prophet? And he answered, no. Then they said unto him, who art thou? That we may give an answer to them that sent us, what sayest thou of thyself? And this is the witness that John the Baptist gave that Jesus said was a bright, uh, was a burning and shining light. This is the witness that he said. Verse number 22, and then they said unto him, who art thou, that we may give an answer to them, that, what sayest thou? Verse 23, he said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the paths of the Lord, as said by the prophet Isaiah. So let's have a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, Lord, we love you with all our hearts. Father, I confess I'm simply a glove in which you place your hand. Father, I pray that you would empty me of myself and fill me with the Holy Spirit. Father, that I would help the young people this evening. Father, that I would help the church this evening. We've gathered together in your name. Father, in your house to lift up uh, and praise and glorify the name of Jesus. So, Father, I pray now that you'd help me and fill me with the Holy Ghost to do so. And we ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Sorry, I'm struggling, fighting with a little bit of a cold. So if you'll forgive me, I've got a little bit of dry mouth. But uh, imagine that, G or you don't have to imagine. Let me tell you that the Bible doesn't exaggerate. We, we exaggerate all the time. We, we say, oh, that's so good, and that's hilarious, and we put LOL when we really don't LOL. 
And we exaggerate all the time and we say things that are, that are preposterous. We, we eat a piece of pie and we say, oh, this pie is divine. And we, we are so uh, 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 loose with our language and we just exaggerate about everything. But let me tell you, the Bible does not exaggerate. God does not exaggerate. God does not have to exaggerate. So when Jesus is talking about John, he is not exaggerating. He's not overemphasizing. He's not tooting John's horn. He is saying John was a burning and shining light. And the testimony that John gives is this. John gives this testimony. I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. But I find here that if we are going to close out 2019, if we're going to close out the youth revival, if I could leave the young people or, or the church with one thing here in these last days, I'm telling you, we live in the Laodicean age. We're, we're watching this thing come down to an end. I, I've watched as the church has a, 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 a gone further and further away from the things of God. And I, I'm scared for our young people. I'm scared for our churches. In my generation, I've watched all of my friends that I went to school with, that I sat in the pews with, that I did the scavenger hunts with, that I did all the fun stuff with. I watched them all get picked off one by one. Let me tell you, I was one of six guys that played guitars. I was. But you know what? There's only one or two of us left. The others have gone. The others have done their own thing. They, they wanted to, to do their own thing. They didn't care about the things of God. Let me tell you that I, I was, I've been there. I've walked there. And the times are coming where so much has been given to so few. And I'm telling you, if we're going to do something for, for God here in the, millennial, in the millennial age that we live in. They, they call us millennials. If we're going to do something for God in, in the social media age that we live in, we're going to have to be a burning and shining light. Here's what I find about John. Here's what I find about John. The Bible says in verse number 20, and he confessed and denied not. But confessed and said, I am not the Christ. And then they asked him, what then? Art thou Elias? And he said, I am not. Art thou that prophet? And he answered, no. In order to be a burning, shining light for Christ, you've got to be you. You can't be anybody else. You've got to be you. We have too many fakes and too many flakes. We got too many people that want to pretend. Listen, I used to listen to Jack Hiles all the time. Give me fresh oil. I'd listen to Maze Jackson of uh, Fields on Fire. And I'd listen to all these preachers all the time. But let me tell you, I'm not them. My, my brother Mike's a great preacher. But you know what? I'm not Mike. My dad's a great pastor. And he does things and he's a great preacher. But you know what? I'm not my dad. I, I, I can't imitate someone else. I've got to be me. You've got to find out that you want God for you. Not for anybody else. Not for mom. Not for dad. Not for grandma. Not for anybody else. Not for pastor. Not for brother, sister. Not for your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Or not for anybody else. But for you. He confessed and denied not. I, I'm not a fake. I am who I am. The apostle, uh, the John the Baptist said. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with fakes. Here's the problem with fakes. 
when you fake and pretend, when you fake and pretend, you fizzle, you fizzle out. You fizzle out. So here was the deal. I was one of six guys that played guitars. We all played guitars. I, was, I played the bass, and I was pretty good at it, by the way. Anyway, besides the boy. I was one of six guys that played guitars, but they wanted to play, they wanted to imitate the people that we were playing. So if we played the Rochester songs, they wanted to sound exactly like the Rochesters. If we played Sound Doctrine, they wanted to sound exactly like Sound Doctrine. If they played the Inspirations, they wanted to sound exactly like the Inspirations. And I said, how about we sound like us? They didn't like that idea. We got in a big fight about it. But I had to be me. The problem with imitating other people is it fizzles out. If you're trying to pretend to be something that you're not, it'll fizzle out. It never works. You've got to be you. You've got to do what God has called you to do. Listen, God has called you to minister to a generation that your, your parents aren't fully going to understand. There are children here. There are people here that, don't, that did not, don't know that people grew up without the internet. We used to have to use maps. Does anybody remember the, the does anybody remember the, 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 the phone with the long cord? And you wrote there, right? Right? Oh, like phones had cords? Yeah, phones had cords. I know. Your mission, your calling is different. It's you. They asked John the Baptist, are you, are you the Christ? No. Are you that prophet? No. Who are you? I mean, he, he confessed. He said, I, I, I'm me. And you are going to have to be you. You are going to have to find out what God has called you to do. You're going to have to do what God wants you to do. And let me tell you, every single person here in this building, God has called you to do something. God wants to use every single person. Pastor Mike already said this, and I believe this with all my heart. We don't believe that the young people are the future of the church. We believe the young people are the church. God uses young people time and time again throughout all of the Bible. God uses young people. God wants to use young people in 2020. God's not done. God's not dead. God still wants to save people. God still wants to use people. God still wants to call missionaries. God still wants preachers. God still wants uh, uh, Sunday school teachers. God still wants soul winners. God is still ready to do something in 2020. God's not done yet. And he wants you to do it being you, not somebody else, not somebody else. God has called you to do something. He wants you to be you. To be you. Confess and lie not, I'm, I'm not the Christ. I, I'm not my dad. I don't do things the way my dad does things. I, I've taken over the pastor there at Faith Baptist Church. I've been the pastor now for about six months, and we've had some, different, some differences of opinion and some different things. And guess what? I don't do things the way my dad does things. I don't handle them the way he does. I don't preach the way he does. I don't think the way he does. And you know what? I have to reach my generation. I've got to reach my generation, and you've got to reach your generation. There's got to be someone that reaches your generation, just like I'm trying everything I can to reach my generation. You have got to do everything you can to reach your generation. You've got to be you.
You can't be a fake or a flake, because when you fake, you fizzle. God has called you to do something. Not everyone's mission is the same. Not everyone's a singer. Not everyone's a musician. Not everyone's a preacher. There are some people that are good at drawing. There are some people that are good at administrating. There are some people that are good at cooking. There are, some, there are different things, and there is not one gift that's better than another gift or one thing that's better than another thing. Everybody wants the thing that's in the spotlight. They all want the spotlight. But let me tell you, the, to run the church and pastor knows and all the pastors knows and Edmana knows, they, they, they all know it takes a lot of work to run the church, and a lot of it is done in the background with no one watching, no one seeing. People come on Saturday night. They give up their Saturdays to do all the different activities they start cooking the day before and I'm telling you it takes all of us to do the work of God and God has a calling for you for you for you God has a calling for you in 2020 God has a calling for you for you be you but not just be you but be true Look at verse 23. Verse 23 said, I am the voice of one crying. I am the voice of one crying. It started, it started with the radio. The idea behind the radio was to get people to sit in their living room or sit around and listen to the radio. And then it turned to the TV. Then we sat there and watched the TV. And then the next progression was like this. You see, the devil doesn't care what you listen to on the radio. He doesn't care if you listen to sports or he didn't care what you watched on TV, if you watched the news or sports. And he really doesn't care what you're doing on your phone, flipping through your phone. All that he cares about is that you're like this. You've seen it and I've seen it. You, you've seen people fall off the edge of stuff because they're staring at their phone the whole time. See, that's the goal of the devil. The goal of the devil was to steal your heart, was to steal your attention, was to steal your affection. No one feels anything anymore. We are so inundated. We are so inundated with information. We are so inundated with entertainment. We are so inundated with everything. We see all these crazy movies and all these crazy things and explosions and all this crazy stuff. And the preacher tries to get up and talk and we're like, we go see a three-hour movie where things are just literally exploding all over the screen and doing these amazing things, and everybody stands up and cheers. Yay! But then the preacher gets up and says, Jesus died on the cross for you and that he loves you and that he cares about you, and you're like, whatever, whatever. 
But John the Baptist was a voice that was crying. He was passionate. He was passionate about it. He was sincere about it. He believed in what he was saying. He believed in what he was preaching. He believed in what he believed. And he was not ashamed to stand up and say it. He was the voice of one crying. What we need today is for young people to wake up. Feel something. Something instead of nothing. Most young people, most people in our churches, we feel nothing. The preacher preaches and he pours out his heart. And sometimes my brother Mike does flips and stands on his head and does all kinds of crazy things. And nobody cares because we feel nothing. And I'm begging you, in this generation, in our church, what we need is for people to feel something. Feel something. I don't care if you get mad. I don't care if you get sad. I don't care if you get happy. I don't care. Just feel something. Something. John the Baptist was the voice of one crying. He was crying. He was passionate. He was sincere. We're so dead inside. The devil has bombarded us bombarded us with so much stuff so much stuff you know what I, 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 I feel so guilty at thinking this I heard the news today that two people were shot in a church and do you know what my first thought was that's it just two how wicked how, how desensitized have our hearts become how desensitized have we become where when we hear that two people have been murdered in a church that we say, oh, that's it, just two? There's usually 15 or 20. That's what the devil has done to us. He's desensitized us. He's made us numb. He's, 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 he's seared our hearts. He's seared our minds. He's seared our conscience where we feel nothing anymore. And John the Baptist was true. He said, I'm the voice of one crying. I'm crying. Be sincere. Be passionate. Listen, if we're going to make it in 2020 while all others are failing, while churches are closing their doors and people are coming off the mission field and people are quitting and resigning and turning in and people are turning their back on God, you're going to have to be a little passionate about it. Listen, the world is passionate about what they believe. I've been, I have been, I have had the privilege. I have had the privilege. I did not buy these. This was given to me. I had the privilege of going to a Spurs playoff game. I believe it was, man, it had been a while back. They were playing against the Lakers back when Kobe was still with them. So it was a while back. It was like game, it, was, it wasn't one of the big games. It was like game three or something. I don't remember. But I was in the crowd, and as the, as the Spurs were winning, I watched people lose their mind when they scored and when the game was over. They are, they are passionate. They are passionate about what they believe. But we try to get a few young people excited. We try to get the church excited. And the, 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 the song leader is trying to, come on, come on, sing. Come on, sing. Come on, sing. Come on, sing. Over basketball. Over basketball. Ah! 
fire. But we're talking about almighty God that loves you and gave himself for you and sacrificed himself on the cross for you. And we can't lift our voice even a little bit. I'm talking about being passionate. I'm talking about being passionate. He said, I am the voice of one crying. I'm crying. Be true, he said, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord as said by the prophet Isaiah. Here's what he's saying. I'm passionate, but I'm passionate about the Bible. I'm not just passionate about anything. I'm not just passionate about being passionate. I'm, I'm passionate about God. I'm passionate about the old ways. I'm passionate about the old stuff. I'm talking about sticking with the old ways. I'm talking about sticking with the old stuff. Isaiah said, ask for the old past. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Isaiah did not have an iPad. Isaiah did not have an iPhone. So if he is saying old paths, then he's obviously not talking about technology. He's talking about an idea. The idea, the, the idea that, oh, well, we, we, we'll, we'll minimize Jesus and we'll, we'll emphasize love. We'll minimize sin and we'll, 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 we'll emphasize love and mercy. But we'll, we won't talk about repentance. We won't talk about uh, 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 sin. We won't talk about, we'll, 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 see, that's, that's, that's the new way. That's the, that's the new idea. That's, 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 that's Blinky up in Houston. He tells you, look in the review mirror. You see those two people behind you? That's surely goodness and mercy following you. No, sir, that's the police officers. They're following you. I'm talking about sticking with the old ways. I'm talking about sticking with the Bible, saying that sin is still sin, and that right is still right, and that God is still God, and that the way is still straight, and the, the straight is the gate, and few there be that find it, and broad is the way, and many there be which go into destruction. I'm talking about being true. He said being true, being true, being a, being a burning and shining light. Make straight the ways of the Lord, as said by the prophet Isaiah. Stick with the Bible. Stick with the old ways. I preach out of an, I, out of an iPad, but I'm old school. I'm old school. I still bring my Bible. Let me tell you something right now. Let me, let me just, just total pause for a second. You cannot hold in your hand a more sacred object than the Bible. I'm sorry, your phone doesn't cut it. Your phone has other things on it. But I, this iPad has other things on it, although all I use it for is my notes. But it's, it's, it's got other things on it. This is the most sacred object that you can hold in your hands. I'm talking about sticking with the Bible, sticking with the old ways, sticking with the old methods. It's an idea. It's an idea that God is God and right is right and wrong is wrong. He said that he was the voice of one crying. He said, be you, be true. But I find that there's few. 
There's few. Verse uh, number 23, he said, they asked John, who art thou? Who are you? What can we tell them that sent us? What sayest of thyself? Jesus said of him, he was a burning and shining light. And this is what made John a burning and shining light. He said, I am the voice of one. I'm the voice of one. I personally don't have social media. I don't. I don't have social media. Never cared for it. I, I know all about it. I work in the tech industry. I work with computers and all that stuff. I, I'm up to date. I know about all of it. I, I know how all of it works. But guess what? I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I have found that I, I, I am very alone in that, in that topic. I know that there are a lot of people that use it and they try to use it uh, for good. And good luck to you. Uh, all the more power to you. I don't think it's possible, but good luck to you. But John said, I am the voice of one. Let me tell you, when you go to school, you're going to be the voice of one. When you go to work, you're going to be the voice of one. When you go to the family gathering and everybody there is sitting around the table, you're going to be the voice of one. When everybody else is laughing and you bow your head to pray, you're going to be the voice of one. When everybody else is talking trash and talking ugly and you say, hey, don't talk like that, you're going to be the voice of one. You're going to be all by yourself. You're going to have to stand alone sometimes. John said, I am the voice of one. I'm just the voice of one and let me tell you in the time and age that we live in I'm so grateful that we had several young people up here but let me tell you most of the time you are going to be alone you're going to be by yourself your friends will turn their back on you your family will turn their back on you and you are going to have to determine down in your heart that you are going to be the voice of one I don't care if my brother turns his back on me. I don't care if my cousins forsake me. I don't care if my friends leave me. I'm going to be the voice of one. I'll be the voice of one. You'll have to stand alone. You'll have to stand alone. I wrote down this saying, I think it's a great saying. Never has so much been given to so few. Listen, this thing is winding down. This thing is coming to an end. I can remember when I was young and I sat in, in the seats and I went to the schools here and I can remember thinking, oh man, the, the preachers are talking about how it's winding down, but you know, things were pretty good. But I've watched, I've grown up in it all my life. Now I'm 37 years old and I've watched my entire life and I've watched the church deteriorate and I've watched it start to lose its power and I've watched the world grow in darkness and I've watched the world grow in power and I've watched as the, as the the things of God have become, uh, the Bible says there's going to be a great falling away. And I've watched as things have slowly start to dwindle down. And I'm telling you, this thing is coming down to the end. And there's only a few of us left. There's only a few of us that are going to stand. But let me tell you, you can be the voice of one. Amen. Here in these last days, you can be the voice of one.
you can do it. You can be the voice of one. I'll be the voice for my generation. Will you be the voice for your generation? I'll be the voice to my family and my co-workers and my friends. Will you be the voice to your family and your co-workers and your friends? Will you be the voice in your school? Will you be the voice in your work? Will you be the voice in this generation? In 2020, will you be the voice of one? I don't know how you like to close. If the musicians would come, I want to close with this. It all starts with just one voice that takes a stand and makes a choice to live for God and not hesitate to tell the world about amazing grace. One day that seed somehow breaks through where there was one, there now stands two. And soon another takes his hand, a ray of hope spreads across the land Across the mountains, across the seas, soon others join in harmony. They found the cross still standing strong, and soon a mighty chorus sings along. Go reach the world, touch one more soul, bring one more lamb back to the fold. Each soul another flag unfurl, each voice another chance to reach the world. Listen, you have a chance to reach the world, but it's got to start. With your voice. It starts with one voice. It starts with one voice. Amen. Thank you, brother Jonathan.